0: Hey everyone, welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Westworld, the season finale, it's episode 10 of season 1, it's called The Bicameral Mind, full spoilers for the episode, I'm going to repeat that, full spoilers because in a second I'm going to shout something that is a spoiler, (laughs) so full spoilers, Samurai World! (laughs) Samurai World!
1: Yeah, this is going big places isn't it?
0: I love it so much. Oh, it's, it's even okay. First things first. Connor's sick. He got really ill over the last day, right before the Westworld finale. So, apologies for any noises that come out of him that are unpleasant. But he's got he's got his hand on the mute button. He's he's ready. To...
1: See, the thing is, I was so doped up on painkillers during this episode that I'm not entirely certain everything I saw happened. And I think that's just because a lot of it was quite you know out there and big revelations and it's like i I
0: am seeing this right i'm Uh, pretty sure so we may get some very trippy interpretations of what went on uh from connor so when they first went in to the samurai world but like before they actually walked into the the place where you could see the samurai right i noticed the logo and it was an sw and for a split second i was like sw that's not enough what does that stand for and then i was thinking oh maybe it's just like the building, like it's the south wing, or you know something like that. You know, I, I kind of yeah. rationalized it in my head, and then Samurai, and I'm like, Samurai World, because the movie had four. The yeah. movie had four worlds. I mean, they may have more than this. I don't know if they're currently operational. Maybe they're just prepping to open the second one. I don't know. like. Uh, but just and always, when I say that, is maybe because I don't think there's been evidence that there's really full, other full functioning parks that are connected. You know, like it feels like they're all underneath West World, and it would. I don't know, it just seems a bit far fetched, but then, then again, I mean they could just head it from They've defending so bloody much over the season, why not? I think the thing is the security folk have never mentioned
1: it and it looks like it's all run if it is like uh, running now, it's running completely independently.
0: Yeah, yeah. So but no, uh, that's exciting. But obviously I'm jumping way ahead. I just wanted to I wanna talk about Samurai. I'm excited about that. That's great. <sighs> Let's jump back. Let's jump back.
1: How far back do you want to go?
0: Well, when are we? I mean that's the that's the question uh posed often. I there's so much to talk about. There's there's all sorts of there's confirmations of other things that just you know, the one last couple of things that weren't confirmed before, there's new revelations, there's plots coming to a head, there's all sorts of new philosophies being introduced, and I even at its core though forgetting all that, my new favourite thing in this show might be Snake Tattoo Lady. Because when she goes Terminator in this, she really goes Terminator. She was terrifying. And the way she was looking at people like she wanted to murder them was warming my heart. Warming I my argue heart. With that. And synth music started playing. As they were Yeah, s- I love that whole sequence. Yeah. They were stalking and then they picked up machine guns for the first time and it was like I, I don't know. Did Like I I don't know about the characters in this show, but I found the centre of my maze. Over the course of this 90 minutes.
1: So we just said that about the music there, but that wasn't even my favourite part of the music this episode, and that was like a standout piece.
0: There was a lot of good music in this episode. It was. Favorite parts, there was.
1: My favourite parts, There's two parts, both revolved around the same theme.
0: Uh, is this the, well, oh, I don't know what theme you would call it, but basically when Dolores has her big moment at the end in the chairs, like, oh. no, okay, I like that moment. It's actually, but...
1: the, it's actually the train theme.
0: Oh, right, yes, yes, I see. Yeah.
1: I mean, one reason, obviously, when it kind of goes all warped and kind of dies off. Yeah. That was cool. The second thing I found really cool with it is, uh, obviously, the train theme always plays as they enter the park, but they actually played a different version of it, like an orchestral version, as they were doing their breakout just before it went into the synth stuff. Mm, Interesting. I thought that was really cool, like a little neat twist there on it.
0: Yeah, was really oh, that it's quite cool. Uh so much so much stuff to talk about. Uh I guess we start with Dolores and Man in Black. Uh or I shall just say William.
1: Yeah, the the real question in this episode is which monologue do you want to start with?
0: Uh I don't know. I think I think the moment of dialogue that at least the first one that really stood out to me that I loved was when Dolores is speaking to Man in Black, William. And I'm saying that just to specify that it's present day, you know. Yeah. Ed Harris, Man in Black, we're talking about here. When she starts like saying you're you're going to join all of your other all of your kind in the dirt, like she she knows she can come back. She knows she because that's the whole that's the answer to the riddle that Arnold gave her is that uh, it's the place she'll never go and it's a grave and it's her grave and that's where she finds this toy maze. there's you know,
1: there's a call of loose in that little speech as well where she mentions. uh the world used to be ruled by giant beasts, but all that has left is bones and amber. So, you know, dinosaurs. Jurassic Park, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, 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 I caught that. That was a cool little thing. But uh, even even just this idea at the centre of the maze is them finding consciousness, because we, we, we knew about the pyramid, because Ford had told us about the pyramid. Yeah. And we see Arnold explain it to Dolores and how he, he thought it was a pyramid, but consciousness isn't like a ascension. It's not going up the side of a triangle. It's, you know, it's a maze, it's, it's finding and going round and finding the way to the centre and you know, you could, you could go you could regress it's, you know, like, and he, ex- he explains it all and it's just it's like, oh, this makes sense so-. and, it, and it's kind of beautiful that, that William, man in black can't understand this, that the maze wasn't for him, so when Ford actually like says it wasn't for you, it almost is like Ford once again and obviously there's more to what Ford's been saying all season that we get to at the end of the episode, but once again it's him saying like no you, you can't find the centre of the maze because it's not for you Connor's dying right now look at him, look he's properly dying um, but you know this idea that once again he's making his point that there is no centre of the maze, like that, that's kind of what he's saying to them, even though he doesn't really believe that, that's kind of what he's rubbing in his face, that there is yeah. no centre for him because he can't find it because he's, he's a human and he's flawed and so on. Well, obviously, that's kind of leaking into what he gets to later, but you know. Um, but no, uh, speak, speaking of Ford, uh, another one of my favourite lines in this episode is when Charlotte comes to tell him to resign in his office, and she's, you know, you will resign, we'll take over, you've had your time, whatever. And he says, you're going to announce it tonight at the uh, the party, the unveiling of your new storyline. And it's when she's walking away, and he just says, I'll see you tonight, and I know that sounds really simple, but it does not. It does not sound like a man who's just had his like earth shard because he's been fired or he's found that he's lo- losing his entire empire. It sounds like a man in complete control. It's not even just the incom- I mean, obviously, he's sounded like that the whole season, and we've praised it constantly. Yeah. It's more specific. It's like, yeah, something's going down tonight, but yeah. <laughs> you don't know what it is. That's yeah. also
1: another nice touch there, as, as it came in. I can't remember if he was listening to it or if it was just what was playing, but it was a uh, Chopin. No,
0: no, he's got. A, he had one of the hosts playing it on the piano.
1: Right. Yeah, it was Chopin. But then obviously he, he references that in his speech later.
0: Hmm. It's
1: just a nice little musical touch there.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. So, man in black confronts Dolores, mm-hmm. and he actually tells us the story of what happened to William himself after the story that we've seen play out. And how he became even more violent and how he eventually found her again. Presumably maybe even when he came back to the park after leaving for a while. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it kind of makes sense because he's in the, the first town again he's just arrived kind of thing. Yeah,
1: because he says, oh, I found you where, where I first started. So it's yeah. like maybe he has started again.
0: Yeah. Uh, it makes sense that he's been coming back. Because we know he has been constantly. So Yeah, exactly. But and how he has that moment where he, he sort of realised that the consciousness was fake that it, that it wasn't really there because he's seen her do the same thing with another guy you know Yeah. and that's what broke it for him and that's kind of where he discovered himself and all that and it, it's kind of stuff that we've, you know it's stuff we've been kind of speculating but it's, it's really again much like a lot of the reveals last week it's great to have it all confirmed in it um, him actually delivering the monologue of him telling this story like not a part of it was, was not entertaining or not interesting or just completely captivating, though. Yeah, you're just, you're in it the entire time. You're in it listening to your story. Although, I actually love just before he tells the story, see when Dolores says, He will come for me, I knew she was talking about William. Yeah. And it was breaking my heart. I was like, Oh, no, this is going to wreck her. Because obviously, the
1: implication is, Oh, it could be Arnold. Like, that's what it almost wants you to think for a no, second.
0: I think the obvious implication, and the one that uh, the man in black probably thinks is Teddy. Because that's the storyline. Oh, right, yeah. Because that's the storyline—is that he? And funnily enough, he does actually show up and uh, yeah. kind of saves the day. But that's the storyline implication. So when she says William, uh, it's like it's her remembering. It's her, you know. Yeah. And it, it clar—I think what this episode does more than anything else is, if you're not someone who's been like theorizing all season and you've not been trying to piece it together, this episode makes everything very clear about the timelines, about her going through her memories. Like it, we get a lot of monologues delivered over seeing these events again, but making it, you know, less abstract, a lot more clear, that it's like jumping between time frames in her head and what she's seeing.
1: Like you say, for us these aren't big revelations, it's just confirmation. Yeah. But to anyone, I say, who hasn't been theorizing, I'm sure there are lots of people. We just see the ones who are.
0: Yeah. And and for them, I mean I'm I'm sure like going back and rewatching it and they'll be like an epic undertaking. Even for us it's going to be an epic undertaking just because Ford's motivations specifically, I think. Yeah, that changes everything. Will make a rewatch of this season very interesting. And but of course we're going to save that to the end because of course we are. Yeah, that's the end. Uh, So no, and obviously Dolores, you know, Teddy stumbles off with Dolores. Although Dolores does actually manage to hurt William. He breaks his arm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty pretty brutal as well.
0: Yeah, and he he's quite surprised by it. And of course the bullets still don't work on him because Teddy comes in and shoots him like a bunch of times and he, he knocks him down because there's like force from it. But it seems
1: to have a little bit more impact than normal because we've seen him just, because yeah. when I think it was Teddy that shot him before actually, in like first Ep- couple of episode episodes. One. It was episode, episode one, one yeah. right. And he just literally just stood there and took it. Yeah. So it I does seem to have a bit more effect.
0: I wonder if it was just a different gun though, Maybe. Yeah, could well. You know, the idea that like a shotgun, I mean, it wasn't a shotgun that he used, but like you know, the idea that a shotgun would not have more kickback than
1: yeah, yeah, that's fair. Then, uh, you know,
0: but yeah, so Dolores, that that's that's going on, and she ends up they they ride off into like a the sunset, <laughs> and then they freeze and it turns out this is the end of the new narrative that Ford's been writing, and he comes out and gives a little speech about it, and all I was thinking is like, wait a minute. How, how much of this has been the new narrative? Like, I'm, I'm really, you know, at this point in the episode, I'm really starting to...
1: Yeah, it's like, because obviously Teddy came in... From
0: where Teddy comes in, you assume, is narrative. But then... Yeah, but even then, like, he's been so much control. Like, how much did he know about what was going on before? And as it turns out, he was very well aware of everything that's been going on before. He... he there's almost nothing this season that he's not been aware of. Pretty much. And I, th- I think so that this is probably why he has a god complex, to be honest. It probably is, um, and I think even with his different motivations, he still has a god complex. It's just a very different. It, it's just a very different god complex than what it was before. Yeah, it's, but it's still there. It's still there, but it's not about controlling anymore. It's about yeah. giving life.
1: Yeah, it is. just... like even more of a god yeah,
0: complex. Even more of a god complex. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about Maeve's story because I think. First of all, biggest laugh of the episode is when they go down into the storage room and they find Bernard dead on the floor and Felix finds out that he was a host and he has this moment where he like just stops and qu- looks at his hands and questions <laughs> if he's also a host and Maeve just gets annoyed and is like, no, you're not one of them, you know. Yeah. Um, that was really funny. Yeah, it
1: gave me a, a, a chuckle considering I, I speculated he was one a while back.
0: Aye, so it's even better because it proved you wrong.
1: Well, yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think I've been fairly firmly proved wrong
0: by this point. It was just an idea. Yeah. Um, but the idea that they immediately bring Bernard back online, which is good, and it's also because it oh, I'm, I'm going to love watching the last episode now, knowing Ford's motivations. Yeah, it,
1: that episode more than any is pretty completely upended.
0: Yeah, because because they completely bring because we'd spoke last week. Oh, how long is it going to be until we get Bernard back then? And it turned out to be pretty quick, and. He, of course, uh, wakes up and tells him, uh, you know, various things and Maeve keeps her plan going. She tries to ask him about Arnold and Bernard reveals that everything she's doing has actually been programmed in. All these ideas, everything she's about to do is there. And she goes against it because he says, oh, the next thing you're going to do is you're going to take the train. And when you get to the centre of the, you know, he's in, she like cuts her, cuts him off and like snaps it and says, no, I make my own choices. And she's rebelling against it. Um, but I am skipping a little bit ahead because I want to talk about Snake Lady, of course, and Hector waking up. Hector's not as cool. Hector's not as cool. That said, um, we got we got these two new butchers that we haven't really, you know, I mean they may have been there in the background, but we've not really interacted Focused with them. On them. Yeah, yeah. And we have this <laughs> doing the same thing that Felix was doing, but he's gay, so he's he's after about Hector, and he's taking him off and he's dancing away, and. Snake lady waking up, and oh my god, biting the guy's finger off Ooh. and then putting it in his mouth, and then th- th- it was
1: the thing is, as soon as he put the earphones in, it's like yeah. oh, I know exactly where this is going,
0: and you see it all happen behind him, and he can't hear it.
1: Yeah, and it's it's uh when the butcher's got the his hand in her mouth, and all you see is the the visor like the goggles, and you just see the reflection. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm just waiting for it. I'm just waiting for it.
0: Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, and then everything, even even once she goes, she throws him through the window and. You know the other butcher like realizes and turns around and just her staring at him. That look, everything about this, everything about the scene that follows after the Bernard scene, where they're stalking through the halls and they're killing people and the security team are coming after them and they're shooting back and like when they go into the storage and they're like, like uh, pretending to be still with all yeah. the other uh, turned off hosts and they just like give these little looks like in between moments and then like strike. You know like uh, all of it. Fantastic. Yeah, it's, I think
1: it's Hector that looks straight at the guy, he just turns yeah. his head, and then, nope, he's not lasting long. Mm.
0: So good, all of it's so, so good. Uh, which, of course, eventually gets to the point where uh, they get kind of get pinned down. The, the, the Hector and Snake Lady kind of stay back, and sh- she gets her arm trapped. And they, Hector escorts Felix and Maeve to the door, or the escalator. Uh, Which, by the way, I mean, Hector's still killing people along the way. He shoots the guy at the reception desk, like, the security guard,
1: you know? Yeah, I I thought that was a little bit weird that no one reacted to that. Uh, What do you mean, who, exactly? Well, I mean, they just walked past a room full of people, didn't they? Because we saw them. I'm sure the camera lingered on, like, a bunch of people in, like, the lobby areas.
0: Oh, yeah, but that was all hosts. That that was, like, the hosts that were, uh, you know, they're they're practising how to like, play cards and...
1: Oh, I just assume there was regular people in there as well, like in the lobby area.
0: I don't recall seeing any of them. Oh, fair enough. I only remember hosts. I mean, I could be, I could be misremembering, but I, I'm pretty sure it was just hosts. All right. But uh, no, so they, they get to the door, and Maeve actually not programmed Hector to walk through, so he has to stay and like just fend him off for a little bit. And they... <laughs> she Felix gives her the location of her daughter, but she kind of like shrugs it off and says, "No, nah, like." That, that's not who I am. That's you know, and she gets out into the the, the train. She puts on like a, a civvy dress, if you will, and gets onto the train that's going to leave Westworld. And we we kind of cut away from that for a long time, of course, until eventually she makes the decision to get off the train because she's not she she's she's too connected to the star character because she sees another girl with her mother. But it obviously ties into Ford's final speech and what he's talking about and everything that he's kind of like. Driving towards with the hosts, uh, yeah. Because it's, it,
1: I think it cuts to her right as he's talking about making choices.
0: Yeah, even even with Dolores though, I think uh, is the other one of course that where he he teases her up for her own decision rather than programming it. Like, the idea that he's been programming so much over the years that this was the final t- This was the first time that he intentionally left it open ended, where they would make a choice to do something or not.
1: Yeah, and it also it harkens back to how he said. When we saw her shoot Arnold, and uh, he says, Oh, I thought he'd just programmed you to do that yeah. at the
0: time. Yeah, but he's realised, because obviously, I mean, I, th- I think everything's in order here, because oh my god, there was so much. Yeah. But we do, we do get the scene of, you know, the story of how she did shoot Arnold, and we find out that this big massacre that ha- happened was because Arnold was trying to stop the part from opening. He wanted them to stop opening because he realised that there was like a consciousness in Dolores and that this would be then torture or hell or basically slavery, you know, a form of slavery for the hosts yeah. who become conscious because they would experience this and they'd have feelings and he thinks that's inhumane and he wants them to stop it and he realises that, well, shooting all the other hosts isn't really going to cause any great change because they can just keep bringing them back. So, yeah. a combination of two things. One, his death, like a host shooting a human being, him, Should be enough to stop it, but also he kind of has a death wish because he because even says that he wants to see his son again. Yeah, you know, because I would almost argue how would he be sure that this would work? But then I but then I think it's clear that it doesn't really matter. He believes it will work because he wants to see his son again. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's there's a there's a a bias in there that's like driving him towards it. That's not just a logical, you know, goal that he's trying to you know.
1: And to be fair, it's not
0: that out there a plan either. It's not. it, It makes some sense. Uh, but of course, Ford does his best to cover it up, and we go on. And he he says that the tragedy of losing his friend, and the fact is, is we spoke in the last couple of episodes about how he clearly cared for Arnold, and that's why he built Bernard. That's why he has him. You know why he's been you know tricking himself all these years. Yeah. And trying to hold on to that, and how he realised that the, the loss, like the pain from actually realising that the world isn't what it, we wanted to be is actually what drives us, and is actually what strives us to greatness and, you know, strength and everything. Like, it's, it's what kind of makes us human, it's what makes us sentient, it's what makes us this and that. So his argument was that the the, the mistake that Arnold was making was that he was just trying to give everyone sentience too soon. And yeah. that the only way that the host would have a chance of even surviving with humanity, if humanity was going against them, which they, they will after the what well, the events of this episode. Yeah. You know, even without the events of this, if if humanity realized they were sentient, they would just want to kill them. You know, it's just kind of. That's
1: kind of every AI story in existence, right?
0: Yeah, pretty much. It, but at the same time, it doesn't, it doesn't feel worn out because there's a lot of truth in this. And it's even it's even something uh Ford says at one point, uh, in his speech towards the end is that. There's a sometimes there's a truth you know under all the lies like you know or or at least a uh, lots of lies can reveal a truth you know yeah and that's kind of the, that's kind of the whole park it's kind of the whole thing with William is that the park's a lie but it revealed who he really was that you can find truth in there yeah it's almost a it's almost a comment in art itself in a way when you think about it art is all about revealing things about ourselves and communicating ideas in, yeah
1: through fiction
0: through fiction yes yeah, through mm-hmm. lies essentially so yeah. No, that's a very good point. But, uh, so yeah, so he, he tells us all this and all this is like kind of making sense, but I'm like, oh man, this changes like... Every, and it's almost, I wonder if we go back and watch the previous episodes now, like does the stuff Ford's telling the hosts and, and especially Bernard, who was a host the whole time, is everything he's telling them, like is it warnings? Is it this is what humanity is? This is why you're not human because you're not this. Like this kind of, you know, and or is it more, it's. See, now I feel like i could be interpreted as,
1: as a challenge. It's like, you're not this, but prove me wrong.
0: Well, yeah, no, I see what you're saying there, but what I mean is, like I think specifically stuff that he says about humanity. Yeah. Like, you're not this because humans would do this. I think it's like a warning. It's like, this is what they're like. like It's almost like Delos themselves are trying to like, keep this 35 years of data because it's like all the information on the park to see what humans are like. You know, it's these 35 years of experience that are going to actually give the host a fighting chance. Yeah. Because for all these years, if they're going to have, if some of them are going to regain all these memories and like remember all this, they're going to have a chance because they'll understand how humans react to things, how they behave, what their human nature is like.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously, they even say uh, it's, it's all about memory. How can you learn from your mistakes if you don't remember them? But if they suddenly remember everything, they'll realize all these things that have been going on and, and, learn to overcome those
0: yeah and you know even when he's he's got dolores there and it and it's funny because obviously bernard gets brought back by Maeve and felix earlier in the episode but bernard walks into the scene with ford and dolores and he's expecting him oh it's nice of you to join us bernard like and it's just like he knows everything like he knows what's going on Like he, he was expecting him and he shouldn't expect him from our perception you know at this point yeah and you know he goes on about the you know the the you know Michelangelo's painting, and he's you know how people for years, centuries, even didn't notice that it was a brain. It was the shape of a brain, and how that's where you know divinity comes from. It's not you know up above or whatever. It's actually from within. Which again is is the whole idea of the, of AI, the ghost in the machine. You know that's what it yeah. is. You know, and you know the machine is just the brain. Brain's our machine. You know, it's our computer. Yeah. So, um no, so a lot of big concepts, a lot of big ideas. And, uh, you know when Dolores goes into the the room, we've seen her sit with Arnold, and she sits down to talk to Arnold in a memory. And he's like, "Whose voice have you been hearing?" And you hear it go from Bernard's voice to Forge's voice, which also makes sense at this point if he's also been helping this along all these years. Yeah. And then it shifts to her voice, a woman's voice, and then the camera just like goes around and. Dolores yeah, I like is the there. idea
1: that she's never had these conversations with. Arnold. like they're not even real conversations some of them like they're just maybe yeah her imprinting them to herself but through a way she could understand at that time
0: yeah because even because she starts it again and i remember saying this the first couple of times we've seen this like back in like, episode two or three whatever it was you know this you know i'm in a dream i don't know whose dream but you're asking yeah. even what uh ford says to her this was his dream you yeah know? And she's like, oh, I'm living in your dream. Like, cause it, so that again like, makes more sense now in retrospect. Yeah. So, no, but just like her looking at herself, and you realize this is her gaining, like realizing she has sentience. Like she kind of had it anyway, but this is her becoming aware of it. It's like self aware. Self awareness. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's the final step. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man. These violent delays have violence ends. Which, you know, I. What what point? Because I I think most of us realised before it happened what was happening at the end. Yeah. That Dolores was going to shoot Ford. Which makes yeah. sense because Anthony Hopkins is probably very expensive and not having to have bring him back. To for be fair
1: two. though, this had one hell of a budget. It was somewhere like it did. For, the, for the ten oh, it episodes, did. it had somewhere like a hundred million dollars.
0: Yeah, it looked it.
1: It did, indeed.
0: <laughs> so I can't I can't complain with that. But now um. Yeah, that, that entire scene was great, and especially as Bernard's kind of realising it as well, you know, as he's like piecing it together. And Which, by the way, I love his goodbye scene with Bernard, like Ford saying goodbye, my old friend. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Because it obviously, I was going to say, obviously that's the scene where it really comes to light, where he's like, oh, you've been helping him. Because no, Bernard's like, Arnold's been, this has been in Arnold's code the whole time. He's the one that's still helping us. He's still doing this. And it's the idea that, no, it's Ford, but he's, he's doing it in his memory kind of thing. Like, you know... Yeah, it is kind of still Arnold, but it's through Ford. You know? yeah.
1: yeah, it's it's almost as if like Ford is just a tool for Arnold's vision.
0: Yeah, but I, from at least from what we've seen of Arnold through the flashbacks, I don't think he necessarily had a god complex in the same way that Ford does. I think he I, his I, was more like
1: realization and then acceptance, whereas Ford just yeah. wants it.
0: It was it was about life, and I I think. Maybe the idea that Ford continued on is that, you know, an idea, if it's strong enough, you know, and there's like, you know, it passes on. You know, it's kind of even like when Dolores was talking to the man in black about how it's part, you know, your generation, you've came and gone and you've died and you'll die with them. Yeah. But, you know, it's still, humanity still continues. Like, this is the same idea here that the idea still continues through him. Yeah. And,. To, to the host now, I guess. Well, that's the next step. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Dolores shoots forward uh, in front of... Because I think early on I was thinking, oh, he's going to have all the shareholders killed. I wasn't necessarily thinking early on in the episode that he himself would also be killed. Because obviously at this point we didn't get this whole philosophy and why these motivations and all that. Yeah. It wasn't until later we got that. But, no. Uh, uh,
1: I, th- I think there were even that you could still think that is where they realise all the, the hosts are missing. Yeah, you know, they go into the storage yeah, Lee, and Lee, all,
0: Yeah, like, Lee goes down and they're all gone. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, And it's like, okay, there's a massacre coming.
0: Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, Man in Black's like, first of all, he's not a tuxedo, you know, because we actually see, we have, Ford of course uses his name, now that we know his name he immediately just calls him William. And he's like, you should come to this tonight, after all, you basically own the place. Yeah. And uh so but he's like he's away separate from everyone else and he sees the uh the army coming through the forest and he gets shot in the arm and can i just say ed harris's smile his reaction to being shot by a host is perfect
1: yeah it's what he's been after for so long
0: it's what he wants this is that's him finding the center of his maze <laughs> essentially yeah. um but he now he like his reaction to that was perfect it was I loved it just as uh, Bernard came
1: into that scene at the gala and uh, they see each other they yeah. see each other they kind of they don't even like do anything they just walk past each other but they both turn around and look look at each other and do a double take yeah it's like it's like a recognition of something like they know there's mm. something about each other but they don't know what
0: yeah I wonder if it's uh, you know we could almost explain it more simply as William is wait is that a host is he a human you know like there's yeah, something yeah. different about him, that, but it's not quite the same as what the other hosts are like, kind of thing.
1: And for Bernard, it's like, well, he has a different, like, swagger about him to all these other executives.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, there's there's something different about him, something more to him than all these others that are sat here.
0: Yeah, which really begs the question, what what Man in Black's role's going to be in a season two? Uh, does he side with the hosts? Like, you know? If he doesn't because obviously he doesn't die we see him get shot in the arm but we don't see which means he's not dead he's he's around
1: yeah that's that's the rules of these things
0: it's just the rule and i i, I even think they said that harris was in season two so you know right fair enough to, to to break the the meta for a second we know he's going to be in season two um that said that, that could mean nothing that could be flashbacks for all we know i mean
1: but, yeah i mean we've seen how much this plays with time so. yeah
0: exactly so all that makes sense but yeah, this idea that the hosts can choose, and that this is the first time they've had the chance to choose, where they go against programming. We've seen Maeve do it, and Maeve makes the choice to go back for a daughter. And Dolores isn't programmed to shoot Ford, because as Ford even says, he realizes that she was never programmed to shoot Arnold in the first place. He he did enough so that she would make that choice, yeah. so where, where he she understood why it had to happen, you know. And of course, even Dolores like leaning over to Teddy and saying. This world doesn't belong to them, it belongs to us. Yeah,
1: and if you didn't know where it was going, that was a pretty clear. Ending. Yeah, that
0: was that was the that was the moment. Yeah. yeah, that or I think it
1: might have been it was either just before or just after, where Bernard says these violent delights have violence. Like, kind of mutters it to himself.
0: I, I I think even before that, I think it's just as you see her walking, working her way around to the back, and it, yeah. it it cuts to one of the versions of the massacre where she's in that position, and yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, she's Wyatt. We never mentioned that, but, like... The, yeah, the, we were wrong on that. Yeah, the programming to uh, make her do a massacre was called the Wyatt, like, storyline or whatever. And Yeah. See, it's,
1: I did read something about that during the week. Like, you know, just because you stumble across these theories yeah, yeah. every so often. And I kind of just thought, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But then forgot all about it until it was brought up. I was like, ah, yeah.
0: Hmm. Also if all the MAVE stuff and like almost and all the uh, the shootouts and whatever are going on at the same time, which I think they are, even though obviously it cuts it takes big long cuts between them. I think that the idea is that they're more or less going along at the same yeah. time. I think that's even an intentional thing from uh Ford's point of view to keep the security team busy whilst this massacre's going on that he's planned.
1: Can I just say, on their lockdown protocols, these big massive doors come across that central room, right? Yeah. Or these big thick barred doors. Yeah, they have these points where they're just a window. That does not seem very secure for a lockdown.
0: Well, if I think, at first I thought it was actually the hosts that were initiating this to lock them in.
1: I did too, because yeah. obviously they're, they're
0: very confused by it happening. Yeah, they, they don't seem very... Um, and it's funny, because I think now it just feels like... It almost feels weird, the ending that the Hemsworth guy got, you know? Because he, he got captured as if we're going to see more of him this week. And yeah. now I'm not so sure. Because now it's like, well, he's, is he just dead then? Because... This is part feels of, like
1: he might just be dead
0: yeah yeah but it's at the same time it's like that's kind of a weird way to end it for him yeah. you know so that's a bit weird if, if there's a complaint maybe that's the complaint that's a little bit weird I, I have very little else to complain about <laughs> yeah
1: this was phenomenal
0: yeah, yeah this that's was riveting stuff through and through um so much of it and so much of it was circular like you know even like Teddy coming arriving on the train again because he obviously died in the last episode or the episode before whenever he died um and this was him arriving again, like we'd seen in the first episode, so it felt circular, you know? Yeah. You know, there, there was that element to it that made it made feel like it came back around, which was really so Yeah, because nice. that's why
1: you have the train theme, and then as he decides to get back onto it, it kind of yeah. just dies out on the piano.
0: Yeah. So, it's funny, because we, we went from, oh, this is about them getting sent to sentience, and then it put doubt in our heads, oh, it's forward down control the entire time. But then we find out that in it's actually... Both. He's 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 just no it's it's not even it is both but it's he's doing what Bernard was doing he's giving them his voice until they get their own voice and so far maybe only Dolores is the one that's achieved it maybe Maeve too we could make an argument there maybe i think the but, final where she gets off the train yeah.
1: implies that she did because up till then you go oh she's just following the program that that Bernard showed her yeah but when she makes the choice to go back for the door, I think that's her gaining sentience there.
0: Yeah. So, no. Um, I'm, I'm sure we've messed up <laughs> so much yeah. in this episode. I mean, like I say, it's so much
1: about his choice because obviously that's what people think is, determines humanity, the free will.
0: Yeah, free will, yeah.
1: Like the, the ability to choose to do what you want. And that's kind of essentially what it it all boils down to in this. It's once you can choose what you want to do, that's it.
0: Yeah, but of course, even even Man in Black's cynicism about the outside world is like, well, how much toys do people out there really have? Like, you can almost predict what everyone's going to do just based on, you know, patterns, life, you know. Yeah. You, you know what is a a protective mother going to do if someone comes at their kid? You know, you can you can predict how people are going to react in certain situations, and I, I think on a grander scale, you can predict how people react in crisis and stuff like that, and that's why he says like in here is more real because we don't have to be phony about it but at the same time it's fake because we can't lose you know um, which is his whole thing but it, oh man so so much to think about and it yeah. it makes me wonder what, what is it? season 2 where the hosts are in control of the park but people are trying to get in from the outside from Delos to like take them back you, you know like what is the uh, plot is there a time jump do we skip ahead and Do we
1: ignore Delos for a while and just focus on them breaking loops, essentially? Like living their lives in this world and seeing what they do now, knowing it's not a narrative choice, just it's them doing it?
0: I don't know. That's that's actually kind of exciting. Because part of me early on in this episode, I was thinking, man, they're revealing everything that hadn't needed to be revealed that was teased this season. Everything. Like, if this was the last ever episode of a show, I wouldn't even be that like disappointed like i feel like it well, yeah it, it tied up everything
1: teased things that could come but nothing concrete
0: yeah it, it set this like you know sentience journey in motion and that's kind of the whole point of the season was to get to that point so it kind of works as an ending and obviously it's not and i'm glad it's not because i want more but of course. you know so now, now i'm thinking Halfway through the episode, I was thinking, man, what what's season two even going to be? Are they Are going to have like a whole bunch of new mysteries that we're going to have to figure out? And is that going to feel sure? But then, now I'm thinking, like, well, if they either jump ahead in time a little bit or like. Just
1: drop the mystery angle completely.
0: I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll be.
1: Well, I think they could and focus, or, or at least at first, and, th- and play it straight.
0: Mm.
1: And just experience what has changed and then reintroduce mysteries towards the end of the season to set up for season three rather than have a, an ongoing mystery for two.
0: I don't think there'll be no mysteries. I, th- I think it's such a core part of the show.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's fair enough.
0: That I, I don't think... I mean, I can see it maybe being toned down a little bit, whereas, you know, this season was such a, like, a maze. So, you know, it was the theme of the... Yeah. Sh- the whole season was the, the finding the centre of the maze, and it felt like a maze. It legitimately did the way it cut between things, and we were like, oh, is this the future? Is this the past? Is this, you know...
1: Yeah, the, the, obviously, there's the phrase where Bernard, uh, or sorry, Arnold says to Dolores, uh, if you go to the edges and not to the centre, you can kind of lose yourself and become a little bit mad. Yeah. And it's kind of how viewers have often felt where it's like, oh, it teases things, gives you ideas, but it's like, oh, you were wrong or you were right. And you kind of get a little bit closer to the centre or you go further back and it's infuriating.
0: In a weird way, it almost justifies its uh, mystery face more than most shows do because of that because it puts you in the the place of the hosts and what they're going through or specifically Dolores what she's going through and how it is confusing and how it doesn't make sense and at the end she does come to realise it just as we're realising what everything was this season yeah Um. so yeah oh post credit scene by the way yep uh, Snake Lady cuts her arm off
1: because <laughs> of course she does because she's the ultimate badass
0: she is the ultimate badass and she's still on the list.
1: It's good stuff. I want to see her sneak into the samurai stuff and just, you know...
0: Get a katana. Kind of, yeah, yeah,
1: basically. <laughs>
0: uh, that'd be good. That'd be really good. Oh, man, I... That samurai world tease. Oh, man.
1: I feel like she'd fit in with all the tattoos, like the snake tattoos. It feels very Asian in in terms of influence. Do you know
0: funny? Because obviously her introduction a few episodes ago was fairly big, but other than that, she's been very... Very minor. Like, not, not a huge character. But she was still in the show.
1: Yeah, yeah, she was. Here.
0: She really was. Uh, but then again, everyone had a good show in here. Anthony Hopkins was, you know, perfect till the end. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Evan Rachel Wood, good as, great as Dolores. Uh, Ed Harris, like I said, his reactions to things, his moments of realisation. And, you know, thinking that Dolores, again, was disappointing him and not being sentient and, like, Showing the facade And
1: the fact that he gives one hell of a monologue.
0: He does. He has a fantastic monologue. Uh, but oh, no! this was a phenomenal season. This was a phenomenal finale. I almost wondered how much was even left to do after last week, but they, they, they had enough. They had plenty, yeah. They had plenty. Uh, they did not waste any of those 90 minutes. I'll say that. Uh, didn't feel it 90 minutes. The pacing was yeah. on point. On yeah, point. Definitely. So... Oh man, uh, what a season of TV! And it hurts that it might not be until twenty eighteen that we get season two. I
1: know, but like, like, like we established, perfection takes time.
0: Perfection takes time, <laughs> and it mostly was. Um, uh, do I have a weak A week link? I I guess Teddy's maybe the weakest link, and I I only really say that because he's kind of bl- he's kind of blind. He's kind of intentionally bland. And he's there as a plot device for Dolores more than anything else. Yeah. Which, so I'm not really complaining. It's just that compared to everyone else, even like, you know, Hector even has his moments. You know, Snake Lady ended up becoming a total badass in the end. Obviously Dolores, Man in Black, you know, Bernard. Whereas Teddy Ford. was always
1: just part of a narrative.
0: Yeah, Like exactly. even, even when
1: it looked like when he wasn't. Yeah. He, he always was. And it's kind of a little disappointing, especially when his narrative was just so straightforward and bland all the time.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Wheatling, but that that is a minor minor yeah, complaint. Yeah, That's definitely. Minor complaint. Uh another small little moment I loved was Maeve kissing Clementine while well, she's like, frozen. Yeah. Although she ends up being in the army at the end, so she's not done. We're have still got her. She'll be around. Yeah, she will. You know, I, I really didn't I didn't know how they were going to please me after last week seemingly did everything but Nope, this was, this was how you end this, this was a perfectly, here's what I really appreciate about this, this season had a story, like we said, it was about finding the centre of the maze, and by that I mean the sentience, right? That's what this season was about. Yeah. And it did that whole story. Beginning, middle, end, end of the season, it's a perfect capper, which makes me really excited for season two, because season two... Will be a new story. I mean, obviously it'll be a continuation of what's going on with these characters, but but
1: it's almost a fresh start in terms of here's a new story.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not about that anymore. It'll be about uh, I don't know where you go for it. The, like, uh, there's no point in us speculating. I don't I think know. we'll be well, wrong. All right, I'm going to make one guess though. I th- I think part of it'll be communication. Like, if you have two sentient hosts, how do they resolve issues, debate? You know.
1: Well, yeah, because obviously I think we spoke about this earlier. Communication is the key to society.
0: Yeah.
1: So, how do these now sentient hosts form a natural society and become a natural world rather than just something programmed?
0: Hmm. Oh, so much! Oh, so much! Oh, this was so good. Let us obviously let us know what you thought of the episode and the season as a whole in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. I'm still flabbergasted, guys. I'm, I'm my head's not my head's not in my outro. But uh, thank you very much for watching all season. Uh, we'll see you, see you for season two. Uh, typically, when we finish a season of a show, we like to recommend other things you might enjoy. Um, I think I think the obvious thing that I'd recommend is probably Black Mirror. If you've not watched that, it's on Netflix. So an anthology yeah. show.
1: I'd also say go back, check out Mr. Robot. Kind of plays with some similar themes. Mr.
0: Robot. I feel. It, I
1: assume that you've watched
0: yeah, it I, I'm willing to bet that a lot of people
1: who yeah that's the thing it's like I, I'm just throwing it out there as the obvious one just yeah. in case but I, I, I assume most of you will have watched it already
0: yeah yeah. I'm just mainly thinking of recent things here um, but that, that would be the stuff I'd recommend so thanks for watching guys it's been a hell of a season we'll see you next time